I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, 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 it's Patreon advertisement time. That's right. Your boy Matthew Donald has a Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for both my podcast, The Right Way, and Paleobites. For Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Jurassic World Evolution 2, the sequel to the game that I have 3,000 hours at least on playtime on, and now, after just a couple months of this one's release, I have about a 1,000 on this one. The record held in place by the original game will be broken soon! Ah, it's great. Proved upon the original in pretty much every way. Good stuff. Link is in the description for you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support, and have a wonderful day. I have to do that differently every time. I mean, I don't have to, but I choose to. Why do I break this on myself? Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that's the pepper to saltosaurus. <laughs> My name's Matthew Donald. Each week, I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by a bit of Pepper himself. <laughs> and actually, no, you're, you're kind of... I don't know what condiment you are. Anyways, it's Stephen Currow. How are you? I like turmeric, personally. Turmeric? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Why? What's up? No, what the heck is turmeric? <laughs> turmeric, it's an Indian spice. And, oh. Uh, good for anti-inflammatory nice it just tastes good which so. i feel like for uh, indian food might be important yeah <laughs> so all the different spices are cool like i also need to get more into indian food i'm not really the biggest fan mm. like i might i'm kind of a picky eater but like my uh my plan is to eventually get to a point where no matter where i go there's something there i can eat that's a good that's a good goal. even if it's just the same thing every time like Right. Uh, so, uh, and there was like this garlic pita bread thing that someone got from an Indian restaurant. I thought it was pretty good. Mm, that stuff is so good. Garlic yeah. naan is amazing. Yeah. Well, there's a, there is a, a Himalayan restaurant in Boulder. I'll take you there sometime. Uh, Himalayan, so Nepalese food. The, yes. Oh. Well, India's, you know. Oh, I guess that's true. It, India, it, it, it's in India, too. There's some overlap, yeah. Yeah, I guess um, that's true, so. Ve- the vegetable korma is delicious. Oh, uh, that sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, all right. That's a late question. If you had... <laughs> some dinosaur meats. What spice would you put on? I don't know. Like, <laughs> God, hundred hundred episodes in. I thought just hundred twenty at this point. I don't know. Well, I mean, I if, mean, with no knowledge of what it tastes like. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna assume that since T Rex is more related to a chicken than an allosaurus. Ooh, actually, we. I remember a paleontologist. Uh, a kid asked a paleontologist, "Could you eat T Rex?" 
And the, t the, the paleontologist answered, you could, but it would kill you. <laughs> it would kill you? Because uh, there's, a re there's a reason we don't often eat meat-eating animals. <laughs> ah. We eat plant-eating animals, so... So, and, and like, like the in its bloodstream, the from the food it ate, it's just full of bacteria and other stuff. So whether the T Rex eats you or you eat the T Rex, the T Rex wins. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess the other way, it, 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 you you killed the T Rex to eat, so it's a mutual kill. <laughs> I guess so. Well, I mean, okay, so you have to think of a plant eater, I guess. If I were to eat a uh, triceratops or something, sure, that sure. would be strange. It's like a buffalo burger. Uh, maybe. <laughs> like a nasutoceratops, you know? Kind of looks uh, like a buffalo. I don't know. Put some cumin on it and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's all experimentation, you know? It's just like, who knows? <laughs> it's trying to figure out X plus Y without knowing at all what Y is. <laughs> and having no way of knowing what Y is. So. Uh, I never know what Y is. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows why. <laughs> 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 math puns <laughs> uh, math is it was no fun we talked about this last time <laughs> math is no fun this is why I was a language arts emphasis in I, college I feel like I talked about this in uh, another episode of Paleobites before I think maybe with uh, Natasha but like so the biggest number we know of that's been defined is Graham's number it's like it's a guy named Graham calculate hmm. it I'm like how is that possible would it surely be Graham number plus one Ah, 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 and then ah. Graham number plus two. Graham number to the power of Graham number. <laughs> I thought that Google Plexian was the largest named oh, number. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Hell no. Really? Not even close. They named something bigger than that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, much bigger are we Okay, talking? so um, you know how, like, um, Google is one followed by uh, uh, is 100 zeros, so 10 to the yes. power of 100. Yes. Google Plex is 10 to the power of Google. Right. Right, so... 10 followed by Google zeros. Now, so you could write 10 to the power of Google, so 10 to the power of... Or, you could do an exponent of an exponent, in which case Googleplex is only 10 to the 10 to the 100. <laughs> and these numbers are sure. getting way bigger than that. <laughs> it's the 10 to the 10 to the 10 to the 10. We're talking like just so many exponents. The exponents have so many exponents. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that, that blew my mind, realizing just how big, how much numbers are when it's like oh googleplex is infinitely big right oh you could write out super easy 10 to the power of 10 to the power of 100 boom that's a googleplex oh well, yeah in the sh <laughs> short form <laughs> yeah so what i don't understand about psychotically large numbers like that they said supposedly for googleplex and i guess this would also extend to graham's number that supposedly there are not enough particles in the entire yep. universe yep. to uh count to equal that number mm -hmm. but we haven't discovered exactly how big the universe is so that's how true we, how they how they know how the universe could be that? infinite <laughs> exactly it could be like i don't know who knows how do we get from talking about chef stuff to talk about math <laughs> i do you, i don't know. i think i brought yeah that's right x to the y yes or that's right it was my, <laughs> it was my bad i apologize <laughs> so which beastie are we talking about we're today? talking about nothing to do with math we're talking about epicyon or uh, more than a dog is what it means more than a dog i love it <laughs> for the record growing up i thought this was pronounced epic yawn epic it looks like epic eon yeah yes but no cy scion scion means dog so like i did an episode called amphicyon an episode on that Oh, it means like sense. a between dog or like a sort of a dog, almost ambiguous dog is what it means. Ambiguous dog. <laughs> it was like one of those bear dog things. So, uh, so but what this is a type is a borophaginine, a group of early canids, also known as the bone crushing dogs. Wolf. <laughs> Big 
scary. <laughs> uh, so how big and how scary? Size 5 to 5.5 feet, which is 1.5 to 1.7 meters long, 200 to 300 pounds, mm-hmm. or 91 to 136 kilograms. So bigger than a St. Bernard, bigger than a Mastiff. Like, bigger than any dog you can think of. What do you got over there on that book? It just says they were capable of tremendous bite force and had large crushing teeth much like those of other bone crackers, such as hyenas. Oh, yes. Other bone crackers. Bone cracker, not bone cruncher, yes. Uh, I like the word cracker. It's a slur for white people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) As a white person, I think it's funny. (laughs) As I understand, the, the slur comes from... The cracking of a whip and not... Oh, that's a way darker place than I thought. I thought it would be because we're white like a saltine cracker. That's what I thought, but apparently it has to do with, like, the cracking of a a whip of the slave master. So that's that's where it comes from. That's so sad. Oh. Sorry, didn't mean to... Okay, well, here, I'll bring it up a little bit. So, uh, one of my (laughs) friends... uh, he is this guy I met in college. He's really cool. He's black. Um, and sometimes he answers, when I call him, he answers the phone. He's like, what's up, my N-word? Oh. <laughs> he calls me the He calls N-word. you the... The black person is calling me the white person. And I think that is hysterical. That is... And also kind of nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Kind of thoughtful. And, you know, it's... I um... mean, that's the way they brought power back to the word by calling each other that. That's... Yes. So... But never call them that. No, so, no, no. But I thought it was so funny it. for him to call me that. <laughs> well, you know, it shows that he's um, he's willing to kind of, in a way, joke about his own, yeah. you know. Oh, he does his sometimes. His own way of being he's and stuff like that. He does, he does, he's very funny. Yeah, he sounds like <laughs> right, Anyways, uh, so uh, diet carnivore. Although I guess that maybe it could have been an omnivore like some dogs. Are, but most wild dogs are carnivores, or at least... Not fully carnivores, but they're like not quite hyper carnivores, but mostly carnivores. I bet it could eat berries or something if they really wanted to. Yeah, just in case there's nothing else. Yes. Uh, Time early to late Miocene, 17 to 5 million years ago. 12 million years is a heck of a range. Mm -hmm. So, uh, location all throughout North America. Uh, was described in 1858 pop culture appearances I bet in the classic Don Bluth movie All Dogs Go to Heaven it's somewhere in the background in the heavens in the heaven yeah. scenes because it's dead because otherwise I've got nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a uh, it's not a um, it's not a very well known yeah I didn't even know about it until uh, I read an issue of National Geographic I should have looked up exactly which issue but yes they had an entire issue on the evolution of dogs yes and they featured Epics Epicyon excuse me yes and I just remember looking at this. It looked like a big, scary, almost massive, like, mastiff-like creature. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like a bull mastiff. But you know, it was lunging at this horned uh, ungulate. With yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like some sort of pronghorn. I was going to talk about some of the animals I might have preyed on here a little bit later. Uh, the antelope Cosarix is the one that might have right, preyed on. Right. Pronghorn antelope of that time. I just remember being so transfixed by that picture. Like, whoa, that thing's awesome. How did we look at, at those things? I mean, I guess wolves are a bit different, but it's just like that eventually became our little chihuahua Pomeranian friends. <laughs> right? It blows my mind. I have a golden doodle at home. Yeah. And I look at her and I'm like, you're technically the subspecies of a wolf? What? <laughs> yeah, like, and like, unless I saw this meme that was like a wolf, it's like, yeah, I, I kill and eat the intestines and bones of like of like deer and other stuff. And the dog is like, if you give me the slightly wrong dog food, I have diarrhea the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Sounds about right. Lots of selective breeding going on. 
my favorite my favorite meme is there are these two wolves and one of them says like hey there's a campfire over there and people with food and the other one goes yeah let's go check it out what's the worst thing that could happen and then it shows a pug 20,000 years later it shows two dachshunds in sunflower costumes <laughs> it's just so goofy <laughs> but yes like that's that's pretty much it right there <laughs> that's pretty good uh, so carnivora is a weird order you can tell it was named early on in cladistical documentation because all it means is meat eater you know like carnivore makes sense yet all these are the dogs cats bears mustelwood seals etc a special group of mammals that aren't even all carnivores if you eat something else it's probably a carnivore <laughs> yeah exactly and also there's some carnivorous mammals maybe not now anymore but there were some that weren't in this order either like the creodonts mm. you know like uh Hyenodon from Walking with Beasts. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, a carnivore. Yeah. I mean, it's a car It's a meat eater. It's not in the carnivora group. Yeah, they need to do a little reshuffling, I think. Yeah, it's like... But the problem is, like, that's how it is with taxonomy. Like, it, if it's called that, it sticks. Who came up with that rule? Why do we have Basilosaurus, but it's it's a whale? But <laughs> if but they, you know, they rename animals all the time. Do they? Do they re rename them scientifically? I mean, uh, a really, 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 really big rhinoceros mammal uh, it was called Icrodirthium or something like yeah. that and then they renamed it to something else oh but that's probably because they had some evidence to change it to a different species I guess because I guess like with the families I guess we'd have to do in order to rename we'd have to reshuffle the, the what it all it entailed hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So... You can't just say, oh, by the way, that's the exact same family. We're just renaming it. Oh. There's a whole a whole guide on, like, nomenclature for uh, for biology and taxonomy. It's the 21st century. Let's fix it. I know. <laughs> I, I had a footnote. Because <laughs> I, did, I did this when talking about uh, Yi Chi on, the on this podcast before, you know, the little dragon thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the shortest you can possibly get uh, as a genus and species name, according to the nomenclature. Like, two... And two letters. Makes sense. You cannot go any small. But I just want there to be like, this This is a cool looking nest. So let's call it a Z. A Z. <laughs> <laughs> Animal X. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. A herd of Z. Hunts down the X. <laughs> Again, going back to math. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Anyways. Uh, so, um... Uh, but anyways, the carnivores, the, the you know, split into two uh, major groups. There's the caniforms and the filiforms. Yes. Uh, and that's not just cats and dogs. Those are just the ones closer related to dogs and closer related to cats. Right. The caniforma uh, includes dogs, but also dog-like carnivores such as bears, mustelids, uh, seals and sea lions, raccoons, and... Fo foxes? Well, foxes, yeah. But those are closer to dogs. I think 
I think foxes are dogs. They're vulpin, vul... They're their own thing. Oh, really? I, mean, I guess it makes sense. They're they're, they are cl of, they're close, but they are their yeah. own... Out of all yeah. the dogs, they are the most cat-like. True. <laughs> so, also, a, a fun fact, a group of finnick foxes is known as a tangle. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> a tangle of foxes. A finnick foxes, specifically. Oh, specifically finnick. Those things are so cute. I love them. They are ears. so cute. <laughs> I want one. Um, but the canids themselves first evolved around 38 million years ago from primitive canid hormones. It was even earlier when the earliest members split, the earliest members of carnivora split into caniformas and filiformas. We're not talking about that. We're talking about probably the biggest and baddest dog of all time, mm. Episcyon, more than a dog. Which I think is a funny name. It's like how people call Batman less than a god, but more of a man. Exactly. <laughs> this is less than a wolf, but more than a dog. <laughs> Doesn't make sense because it's just bigger than any wolf, too. It wasn't like it was more than a dog. It was still in the Canid family. It was indeed a flat-out dog. Mm -hmm. Big, uh, very scary dog. <laughs> see, they just called it more dog. <laughs> that would be like Pliocyon, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Pliosaurus means more lizard, apparently, because it looks more like a lizard than Plesiosaurus, which means near lizard. Huh. I learned this recently. I learned things when studying on this show. Like a lot of the stuff I learned for well, on this they, show. Well, yeah, I'm sure you you're yeah. hunting for your facts. You must yes, exactly. Upon all kinds of strange. I do this just to learn stuff too, because I think it's interesting. But anyways, they could also call it Mega Scion or you know Giant Dog. That would be cool. Yeah, Ooh, I kind of want to steal that and use it in a book. Yeah. How about Dino Scion or Terrible G Dog? Giga Scion. Giga Scion or even bigger dog, gigantic dog. Yeah. Allocyon. Oh, other dog. Or so, strange dog. Or strange dog, yeah. Well, it's like, well, let's, because like, again, like knowing about dinosaurs makes you learn all about etymology of other things. Allosexual just means anything that's not heterosexual, right? Like other? Other sexual? No, I guess that would, that would be. Sort of like how pansexual means all, like Pangea means all earth. I guess it would be other sexual. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone just says, oh, I'm just allosexual. It just means, that's just, it's like the, it's another, I don't know. I, I'm not qualified. As a heterosexual person who thought he was ace for the longest time, but then he changed his antidepressants and then it's like, oh, there, there it is. <laughs> There's my libido. Anyways. Well, good for you. You found yourself. <laughs> Anyways, we, we, you know, we could also talk about of topic of dog genus names if we ever found a fossilized skeleton of a prehistoric dog that looks like happy or has a ball or is just doing good old dog things we could call it good dog or eocyon that would be perfect it's like good, good dog. dog so what would be bad dog if we found like a really freaky well i mean there is terrible dog like terrible lizard so dino scion dino scion oh yeah dino scion. <laughs> i don't know what just bad is <laughs> bad dog. okay hold on okay what is bad in, in greek or greek or latin or latin Miss. Miss. M-I-S. Miss Scion. Miss Scion. There. Bad dog. <laughs> you find a really, really, like, one even scarier than Episcion, which would be pretty scary to think about. But I just, I, when I think of bad dog, I don't think of, like, a, a scary dog. I think of, like, a dog that, like, got into, like, the, the chocolate brownies and is looking real sad. And she, oh, just like, yeah. bad dog. A naughty like, dog. <laughs> just, <laughs> like, um, like my do uh, sister's dog, Luna. Yeah. Um. We, she was actually at uh, at our house a few episodes back. Oh yes, um, was she the little puppy? Yes. Oh, she, she's she's still small, but she got bigger. Yeah, I mean that's what happens with linear time. Yes, <laughs> she's staying at our house now, and she's a tornado. She's a Tasmanian devil. Oh no, she is a like you know an avatar, the the Thanator, the big black yeah. wolfish thing. She's uh, a Thanator. Oh really? What about those little hyena ones? I feel like with the size, it might be more. But I guess those hunt in packs. Well, Thanator's alone. So. Right, right. So. I don't know. I feel like she she's like a sing she. Maybe she, she's not creepy. She's just like 
crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, oh, s- s- side note, apparently James Cameron has said, barring an asteroid hitting the Earth, it, the second one will come out in December 2022. So it damn well better. Yeah. 13 years for crying out loud. And then everyone, everyone was like, well, great, Cameron, you know everything. An asteroid's going to hit the Earth now. <laughs> <laughs> he jinxed us. <laughs> he jinxed. Anyway, so, uh, so Epicyon compete with other predators, uh, such as the bear Agriotherium, uh, the Feliforms uh, Barbuophilus, and Amphimacarodontus. Interesting. <laughs> the Macarodontids are the family of uh, cats that include the saber-toothed cats, by the way. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah, yeah. So, sort of like how, like, I learned this recently. I don't know if, I think, actually, I think the next episode, or the one before that, I forget which one. I, I actually, in my schedule, I grouped these two together. So, either the next episode or the one before this episode, I did Proalurus, or the first cat. Well, that's perfect. We're um, doing cats and then we're doing dogs. Yes, yes. I think it's the one before this. But I talked about how uh, cats are... It's not... Feline does not specify all cats. It's not synonymous with cats. Felids is all cats. Felines are specifically small cats and certain other big cats like cheetahs and mountain lions. Oh, but felids Are all cats. All... Um, fel- felines are those specific type of cats and pantherines are like tigers and lions oh, and leopards and other stuff. That's good to know. And macarod... Macaronlines, I think, are okay. the saber-toothed cats and other stuff. So they're unrelated oh, to pantherines. Okay. Matero, say it again. It looks like Macherodontid. Oh, but it's Macaro then. I think it's Macaro. Like based on again, like Dinochirus, which is not spelled, pronounced Dinochirus. I hate digraphs. Digraphs are stupid. Uh, I kind of like it as like an English major, so. But yeah, I get it though. Yeah. But, as, as an educator, it's a pain in the neck to teach my, it is my children, I mean, my students, I mean, that it's pronounced differently when it shouldn't be. I mean, like, I often have a problem with, like, segmenting it too much based on, like, what I know of certain things. Like, you remember that the shark with the spiral mouth? So, yeah. Uh, it's pronounced helicoprion. But uh, I was just looking, I was like, throughout the entire episode of it, which you can listen to, uh, way back, I did an episode on that. I pronounced it Helicoprion uh, because I was segmenting it too much. Right, right. But like well, helicopter, it's, it's Helicoprion. It's, it's easy to do that with these names. Though. Yeah, so. Anyway, so Amphimacarodus is a cat it lived with. And fellow good dog, Borophagus, of which the Episeon family name Borophagone gets its name. Ah. Uh, Phagus, by the way, means eater. Like, uh, uh, sort, of, sort of like vor, but also. P H A G or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like the you know the term sarcophagus. Yes. It means meat eater. <laughs> really? Yeah. And in fact, Albertosaurus, uh, the. Uh, what do they call the coffin the meat eater? I, because I guess it rots you, I guess, over time. That's but weird. But like you know, like Albertosaurus's uh, species name is sarcophagus, and that's why I learned this. Like, what is sarcophagus means meat? Why is it called a sarcophagus that the mummies are in? <laughs> like the meat eater of Alberta. Yeah. Well, a meat-eating lizard from Alberta. The the Alberta lizard, that's also a (laughs) meat-eater. Okay. (laughs) The more you know. (laughs) That sounds pretty cool, though. Albertosaurus sarcophagus. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, and for what it hunted, uh, it hunted uh, the camel... Ape camels, which I remember, I think those were in uh, that one Diatopia book, uh, Oasis... Oh yes, the apes. Yeah, or it was ape ornus one or two. I think it was the camel one because it, it was, was in the, the desert. So yeah. ape ape camelus. Oh, this thing hunted that. Uh, this the horse Neohipparion. New, uh, and uh, they previously mentioned pronghorn Amblocosaurix and the rhinoceros Teloceros. Although I imagine it only scavenged the last one. I don't know how care of a 
how, I don't care how much of a bone-crushing dog you are, Episcine. You can't take on a fully-grown rhino. I mean, even a hyena won't fight an elephant. So, yeah. You know. And I looked at the, like, well, maybe this is a small rhino. Like, nope, it's the same size as a modern rhino, so. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'd say that's pushing it, unless they hunt it in packs, which It's I... true. I mean, it is a dog. <laughs> so, true. Dogs are social animals. Plus, pack hunting seems to happen a lot in, like, regions with, like, a bunch of uh, prey animals in an open area, like a savanna. Mm. So... Although, again, also happens, like, in certain temperate and alpine regions, like with wolves. So I don't know how it works. <laughs> Let's rate this uh, Episcion, the, the more than a dog, one out of 65 million. Uh, it's a good boy. It's a you, Scion. You know, I have to go. I have to go. I, I guess I always go high. I have to go particularly high on this one because he's a, he's a favorite of mine from my childhood. Oh, uh, so okay. I'm going to give it's him. the childhood multiplier. I'm going to give him a 63 million. 63 million? Wow, so close to perfect. Imagine how many dinosaurs you gave that were less than that. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, again, childhood multiplier. It's like, <laughs> I'm like I, for some reason, Sinoraptor is my favorite dinosaur. I just found it when I was a child. And for the life of me, looking back at all the other dinosaurs, I have no clue why. <laughs> There you go. You know, it's not particularly big or particularly notable. It just is cool, man. That's all you need when you're a kid. Yeah, just like Sin Raptor. That's so cool. Also, pronounced Sin Raptor back in the day. We're finding out it's like sign, like Chinese. Once again, math, sine, cosine. It's true. It's not cosine Raptor or tangent Raptor. It's tangent Raptor. <laughs> Speaking of tangents, that's this whole show. Anyways, pretty much. <laughs> okay. What are you rating it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 30 million. I mean, it's cool, I guess, but it's just a big dog. It's like one of those hellhounds from from Ghostbusters. So I guess it's, okay, fine, 40 million. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) No, there actually is a dinosaur called Zool. Really? Named after the Ghostbusters. Ah, ah. It's it's Ankylosaurid. I love how all these nerds are slowly... I mean, paleontologists... I mean, like, the paleontologists have always been nerds, but I love how, like, you know... People from more our generation are starting to, yeah. you know, sneak these names here. Well, it's, and also I think it's cool when they're, like, re- referencing other dinosaur-related stuff. Like, there's a Crichtonsaurus. <laughs> you can actually, confusingly enough, build in Jurassic World Evolution. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, how does that work? Why is Michael Crichton in the universe of Jurassic World notable enough to have a dinosaur named after? <laughs> <laughs> What existential horrors. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, and also they doubled down on it in the second game. There's a plesiosaur called Attenborosaurus. Yes, I love it. <laughs> that you can have in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, that would be my dream to have a dinosaur named after me with a Matosaurus. That's why they won't be. It's too lame. I don't have a cool. Donaldosaurus. Uh, I don't want that either. Donald or Don. Donald Don, uh, I guess it'd be all right. But Don already, it's like. <laughs> It's it's already, it's already me it's already in my name. It's like Iguana Donald is what it should be. <laughs> Iguana Donald. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. All right, well that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at mattd at matthewdonnellcreator for agenda questions to either co-hosts. You can find me on social media at matthewdonnellcreator on Facebook at matthewdonnell64 on Twitter and matthewdonnell64 on Instagram. You you have social media, but you don't really use it that much. Like sometimes I tag you and like when I do clips of our Paleo Bites episodes that we do, and you never respond to. It. Yeah, I mean no, it's nothing personal. I just I. I, I try to stay off Facebook. I mean, I mean, days. good on you. <laughs> I, sh- I should, but I can't. I'm addicted to social media. I'm even on TikTok now. <laughs> oh, you've been you've been converted. I've been converted. <laughs> I'm watching these videos. Like every video is so dumb. I have to keep watching. <laughs> like, like, 
I have a friend who actually sends me interesting TikTok. Some videos. of them are really funny, I but a lot of them to get are. An account, but I will watch. It's, uh, it just give it, give it time. It'll happen. You'll be sucked in. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, also I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. Uh, what about you? What are your books or works? I, I have a sci-fi novelette called The Spark, which yes. is available through Hereth Publishing, good. and I also Very good. also have a series of uh, other short stories and poems appearing in various venues. You can look it all up on my website, StephenCCurro.com. That's yes. Stevens, but with a PH and Curro. C U R R O. And there's two C's, so Stephen C. Curro. So yes, this Stephen is Stephen Curro. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you really wanted to pronounce it phonetically, that Stephen Curro. Stephen Curro. Stephen C. Curro. Okay, yes. Thank that, you. that works better. All right. Uh, also, have another podcast called The Rich Witch, where two twits talk about ritting. Uh, but otherwise, that's it for this week. As I say, the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. I mean, this is a dog, so. <laughs> I mean, this thing would be, yeah, this would be like, imagine it like bellowing like an alligator for some reason. Yeah, it's not far off, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Farewell, everyone. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.